Up For It with Courtney Ammenhauser. The best of the week. My name is Courtney Ammenhauser and I'm very fortunate right now because I have Sydney-based singer-songwriter Maxine in the studio. Just let me take you there. Just say those words oh, and baby, I'm going to do it. Good morning. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Look, how you doing? Thanks, I'm good. Thanks for coming in so early. We were just discussing... You're not much of an early bird. Oh, look, Court, I'm not an early bird. I'm, just, I'm not going to lie. It's just never, ever grown on me. <laughs> well, look, I really appreciate you being here this morning. And uh, you're going to be performing for us. Oh, my God, surprise. I know, really putting you to, <laughs> you to the test. Yeah, no, early morning, 7 a.m., singing time. Like, wow. <laughs> I know. We don't, we don't make it easy for you, but we do appreciate all your work. Thank you. So. Thanks for having me in. Oh, of course. Now, let's start at the beginning, hey, what was your early days like? How did your life as a performer start out when you were a kid? Um, I actually started as a dancer. I think, you know what, when I say that, I'm like, I'm actually still a dancer. Yeah. I'm not like, not a dancer anymore. But I started <laughs> off dancing like when I was super young. And then I like started dancing professionally from the time I was like 13. Oh, wow. I know, and I was like touring and Dancing for like, I used to dance with Tim O'Matic, who's also my really good friend. But I danced with Tim and then I danced for like Stan Walker and I toured like nationally and internationally doing shows for them. And then it just like, I was I was in a group called Sabanyana. We did like a TV show with Jason Derulo. There was this show that was Everybody Dancing Out, like went for three episodes and then they canned it. But they aired our episode, so we got paid still. It was lit. Hell yeah, give me that cash money. <laughs> yeah, so I did that. And then that was like when I was 16. Wow. Yeah. And then I just kind of like transitioned into music. Like music has always been in my family and in mm. my life. But yeah, I started off dancing. Wow. So, so accomplished from such a young age. Oh I mean, my gosh. 13 years old. <laughs> wow. I that know. is amazing. Touring nationally. I know. It's pretty cool, right? It's it is very cool. cool. As someone who also grew up dancing, I'm like, whoa, dreams. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so good. Um, so you're saying then you kind of transitioned into music, although it was always still there. And I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. But what kind of motivated you to mo- lean more into your music? Um, my brother is an artist as well. His name's Mike Champion. Check him out if you don't know who he is. <laughs> but um, I think there was just a, like a lot of because I sang ever since I was super little, but I think there was just like a heap of fear because he does R and B as well, and I feel like he's he's very well respected in Australian music industry. Mm-hmm. And I think I just like had a lot of fear because I was scared that I couldn't live up to the expectation of Mike Champion's little sister. Mm-hmm. If I have to be completely honest, but. I, there was a time when I was like, my sisters always used to be like, you need to sing, you need to sing. And I'd be like, no, I'm a dancer. Like, I was like, don't, nobody tell me I'm a singer, I'm a dancer. Mm -hmm. And I really like believed that, even though I knew in my heart it was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I went to LA when I was 21 for three months. Mm -hmm. And I just like wanted to go. I was like, I'm going to go to LA and just like be around my friends that do music here. And I was around and I was in sessions and I have a girlfriend, um, Joey Gia, who's like super poppin' and she, I was in a lot of her sessions and she was just so confident and so like, 
she was so gutsy and ballsy in there and I was like oh my god like I'm just gonna go home and do music like what am I who am I kidding hell yeah and I just kind of like the fear went away and I was like yeah I'm gonna really like put my you know get my ducks in a row and be real about my career choices (laughs) (laughs) and I'm really gonna do this but yeah it was I had a huge fear for ages yeah I think that makes a lot of sense it would be you know there's the big shadow and you're like hello I know I was like oh my god am I really doing this especially because like doing like anything artsy is like a huge risk you know like we live with that as artists and creatives we live with that thing that like it could be five years before we make it it could be six months it could be 10 years that's it (laughs) so we live with that thing you know and it's like a scary thing to really be like yeah I have enough courage to like step into this field and be real about the fact that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah it's basically like saying I am committing to being vulnerable for an unknown (laughs) amount of time like (laughs) oh my I'm committing to being vulnerable and like I might make no money for really long (laughs) but it's all worth it but it's chill I'm happy (laughs) I'm fine yeah yeah Uh, yeah, I love hearing about um, how you you know even though it was hard to kind of take that leap with your brother's success kind of looming in front of you. But it seems like family has played a big part in your life. I've seen the TikToks. Oh, my God. They're beautiful. (laughs) How embarrassing. (laughs) People fully, like, go and look back at my... Like, I get asked this question all the time. (laughs) Acclaim just asked me, like, about my family, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so lit. Everybody knows, like, the champions. (laughs) Yeah. So you talked about your brother, but how has the rest of your family influenced kind of your musical direction? Um, Well, like, growing up... In my house, like my mum is like such a huge muso, like can't sing, can't play any instruments, but like has 100 million DVDs of like concerts and like CDs of like from Sade to Rod Stewart to Earth, Wind and Fire, Alicia Keys, but she has every DVD of like every concert. And she used to like make us watch the DVDs on Saturdays. Like it was Saturdays was like it was cleaning day and she'd clean and then like there'd be music constantly playing in my house but like we'd also have to sit and watch these dvds of like shows (laughs) and so and my dad's like a singer he's like the sing the lead man of his church choir beautiful so i was always like around music constantly and then like this is so strange but like my brothers and sisters when they were little like they were mad young mike and like my two sisters they used to have this group called sensitivity and they would like perform in clubs and nightclubs around australia and like tour when they were like i think mike was like eight years old what i know like (laughs) and they had they almost had like a deal with sony or like they just were all like doing it you know wow so it's always been around you know and then so my sister-in-law she's a choreographer and Very that's like creative I grew household up, and I know. extended family. I know. <laughs> She's a choreographer, so I grew up like dancing with her. She would like get me all those big jobs that I was just talking about before where I would like tour and go yeah. internationally and stuff. And so I was like dancing with her, but then it was always like it was like drummed into me from the time I was like walking, you know? Mm. And then my nieces and nephews do, like they dance and sing. My nephew was in a musical. Oh like my gosh. there's just so much going on constantly. So it's always we're all creatives, like majority of my family is creative. So it hasn't been hard. Mm. Like as much as it's like emotionally been difficult for me, like I've been surrounded by it my whole life, so it hasn't been 
difficult when I finally stepped into my power and I was like, yes, I'm sure. Then like I've always had the push around me because it's constantly around me, you know? Yeah. You were mentioning a few of the artists that uh, your mum had DVDs of, Sade. Sade. She loves that one. She made me watch it like about a week ago, actually. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Did you get into the special features? Are there any? I don't know. I don't think so on that one. I have to go have a look at the DVD menu. Yeah. (laughs) I know. You know, you can fully like skip by song on DVD menus. It's so great. But I wanted to ask, what other artists were you listening to as a kid? Because those ones are obviously, you know, Shadow's great, but mm-hmm. kind of, you know, championed by your mum. What were you kind of discovering on your own? Um, oh, my gosh. I, to, to be honest, that's what I was listening to. Yeah. Like, I was, like, listening to, like, Sade and, like, Lauren Hill and India Ari. My sister loved India Ari. And, like, Erica Badu, mm-hmm. like, that was... My sister used to, like, sing that song at family parties. Have you ever heard it? It's called Tyrone. Yeah. I think I'm going to call Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. She used to sing it at family parties. Like, she would sing it to my brother and make it, like, I'm going to make you, like, look after my daughter. It was just, like, a whole... It's constantly. So that was, like, what I grew up listening to. Yeah. Like, Earth, Wind & Fire, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is my favourite artist, I think, of all time. Wow. So... That Yeah, I listened to that. But then obviously as I kind of like transitioned into growing up and like being in high school, like Beyonce was like my idol. Yeah, of I course. think she's still really, she still is, yeah. Yeah, v- fair enough. You I know mean. what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely. crazy. Like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> like how can one woman do all is that? Is she real? Oh. Uh, so well, yeah, that yeah. was like what I grew up listening to. Nice. Well, I want to take a listen to the song that really um, got me onto you. Oh but before we do, I want to ask you about it. Do it. Tell me about why you wanted to write this song. Um, <clears throat> so in the last two years, I have acquired a boyfriend. Who I, I acquired one. <laughs> <laughs> who I hope to marry. Um, Are you listening? No, he's not. He's definitely dead asleep in that bed at home. But um, he will listen afterwards. But I think like I wrote it about him. It was like it's the deepest love that I ever have come across. Yeah. You know? And, like, honestly, it's about just wanting to do it to someone. So, like, I've had a couple of friends be like, this is on my playlist when we're in the bedroom. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear that from my friends. Yeah, they're like, you're, like, literally serenading. I know. So, yeah, that's that was what it was about, though. You know, like, love is beautiful. It is. I love to love, so. I love love. I love to love, too. I yeah. love this song. Oh, it's intimate. <laughs> it's sexy. Let's listen to it. And when we come back... Maxine's going to be performing live in the studio. This is Do It. Touch me. We're moving different in the summertime. Trust me. I notice what your body likes. Only when the lights go down. Feeling comfortable. 94.5 4.5 Maxine with Do It and look Maxine is in the studio good morning good morning I mean wake up howdy <laughs> if you can wake up early anyone can oh my gosh it's not my favorite I told you but I did I made it I, I even put makeup on for you you look amazing <laughs> uh, look you have released some of your work on the Bodega Collective label yes I wanted to ask you how important it is for you to work with labels that really know Sydney um, oh, this is an interesting question. You know what? Bodega Collective, like, really champion 
working with new artists Mm. and I think that is so special and so beautiful because it can be really hard as an independent artist especially when you're starting out you know Mm. so I think for me it was such a perfect transition to work obviously the Bodega Collective boys are like my family um, and friends and one of them is my boyfriend Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it is really really special and really important and I think it's it's great what they do for independent artists and like up-and-coming artists and you know they just built a recording studio in Annandale which is so amazing and it's a space where like so many artists come through like from developed artists to like starting out artists and you know Bodega Collective is always open to working with everyone so that's I think so beautiful yeah for sure and it's yeah it is it's so hard transitioning into like becoming an artist you know like it's difficult to know who to work with to know how to produce just even organizing sessions is difficult at the start yeah it's like uh it's this workplace but the workplace isn't always like fixed yeah like it's and it's it can be like especially I think for me another thing is like coming into this and like not being as experienced initially like obviously now I'm super experienced (laughs) but initially like working with people that are way more experienced than me Mm. and like having that battle of like I'm good enough even though you've done way more like you know that's a battle and like I think Bodega is a a really safe space and a community space for for new up-and-coming artists so I'm blessed that they were supportive of the Maxine project you know hell yeah yeah uh you're gonna play who I am in a couple of minutes but before you do that performance let's talk about the track okay I love the beat on it. It's got this really thumping bass. How did you make it? Um, so I started off making it with Chunky Love. Shout out. He's like my go-to producer. I love working with Jamie. We've been friends for like five years now. Mm-hmm. And he was like really a part of this from the start. So I'm blessed um, to have him in my corner. But I started making it with Jamie and then with Chunky Love. Sorry, I always call him Jamie because that's his name. Um, And then I, like, sat on it for a couple of weeks, maybe, like, a week or two. And then I went in and one half of Corky Butchek, who, again, is my boyfriend. (laughs) He's probably going to be mad that I keep saying this on the air. (laughs) But um, he – I was like, we can, like, let's – I want to change the drum structure. So I went in with him and then – which we don't actually do very often. We don't really work together that much. But we went in and changed the whole drum structure and just, like, amped it up a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that session, which was maybe like two sessions, then I wanted to put like a dope outro on it and Tasca did that. Have you ever heard of Tasca? No. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Tasca is amazing. He's okay. like a Mike Dean of Australia. And so he went in and like did a crazy synth ending and like just made a real dramatic outro. So that's how that came. And I wrote it with Danny Duke, who's also an incredible producer and songwriter. Wow, such a big collaborative effort. I know. It's, there's a lot of people on this yeah, song. I love that. Uh, let's talk about the lyrics. And not just in this song, but, you know, in all of your singles. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate bringing your own experiences into your music while taking care of yourself? Um, music is, like, my way of talking. Yeah. Like, everything that I write is, like generally direct experiences of my life so don't judge me too hard when you go back and read all my songs <laughs> but yeah it's just like you know who I am is about like the breakdown of a relationship and just like setting myself free from it yeah and I know it's like it's a super like ang- it may seem like an angry way to do that but really I was just like trying to like empower myself you know like a yeah. lot of like I was trapped 
oh my God, this is so scary to say on air. I felt like I was trapped in the last relationship I was in. And mm-hmm. I really just like, I wasn't actually thinking about it at the time of when I wrote the song. But when I was sitting with Dan, he kind of like put me in that headspace to like go there. Because I don't really go there, you know, like when mm-hmm. you kind of move on, you just like let it go. And I was cool. Yeah. But obviously I draw back on those things that have like caused experiences in my life that I've remembered and like became a different person from. Mm. And so we sat there and I kind of like went in deep and tried to, you know, think of like the things that really hurt me and how I could like let it go yeah and that's what who I am is about like it's just about like letting go of that stuff you know and as you say but setting also yourself empowering free. myself you know setting myself free and like yeah. empowering myself because like as much as it is an angry song like I learned so much about myself and who I am as a person from mm. those experiences in my life yeah it's kind of like I don't know would you say it's a bit of a healing process oh my gosh 100% like mm. that is how I heal like yeah. music is is has healed me in so many ways. Like when I'm, you know, when you're down, you listen to music. When I'm happy, I listen to music. Like it's just constantly. <laughs> every emotion. Every single emotion. So like it is, it was definitely my healing. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really fun to write. Hell yeah, I love that. Well, we are going to hear it. Uh, you've got your guitarist, Stan Wong, here. <gasps> hey, Stan. Stan's hey, in the studio, Stan. everybody. Say hello, Stan. They can hear you. Uh, uh, it's actually linked up to your guitar pedal so it sounds a little bit wonky but we have to sit really close guys i'm going to sing for you right now and it's 7 a.m so just be nice to me it's gonna be amazing and uh i'm so excited are you ready to take it away are you ready ready. stan okay stan's ready everybody we're gonna do it all right here we go it's maxine performing who i am I'm twisted, twisted, slipping, fucking faded in my room. I'm twisted, twisted, slipping, and you don't even have a clue. Well, you got the best of me Losing sleep over the shit you saying Thought that I would never leave Baby, don't go thinking you enough, stop playing But I don't care what you gotta say You always acting out in the worst way You know you have me on my knees, no foreplay Let you kick me when I'm down, but I still stayed Why don't you let me, why don't you let me be just who I am Why don't you let me with all these feelings you don't stand a chance why don't you get it i couldn't give a fuck about you and why don't you let me why don't you let me be just who i am no you don't listen 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 it's always so far from the truth Like I'm the villain, villain, villain You leave me feeling criminal You do A million miles between us Still it wouldn't be far enough from you Boy, you still be fucking on my rhythm Not reading messages you've written Nah, you can't just be forgiven Don't hit my line with all your reasons Like you know what's best for me Bet you thought I'd never leave Yeah, you thought I'd never leave well, you got the best of me Losing sleep over the shit you saying Thought that I would never leave Baby, don't go thinking you enough, stop playing 
I don't care what you gotta say You always acting out in the worst way You know you had me on my knees, no foreplay Now you kick me when I'm down, but I still stayed Why don't you let me, why don't you let me be just who I am Why don't you let me, with all these feelings You don't stand a chance, why don't you get it I couldn't give a fuck about you and why don't you let me why don't you let me be just who I am be just who I am be just who Goodness, Maxine, your voice. Oh my God, it's, it's the morning, guys. Everybody be kind to me. Oh my God, no, I'm <laughs> so you, blown Claire. away. Thanks, the emotion Claire. in that, especially after talking about the track. Thank you so much oh, for coming you. in thank and Thank you for letting that. me sing for you. Oh, I mean, what an honour. Thank you, Stan. And thanks, Stan. Shout out. I love out. you, Stan. I love Stan so much, everybody. <laughs> what a legend. Maxine, before we let you go, what is coming up next for you? <sighs> um... Honestly, I might have a little break just from releasing music. I'm yep. like super busy in the studio making so much new music right now with Danny Duke. I've been working super closely with him. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just really focused on delivering maybe a project or an EP. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like putting all of my time and attention into like making it the best it can be and really just shaping the sonics and the sound of Maxine. You know, so I, I might have a little break from releasing music, but there's you can still listen to all the stuff that I've released so far, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just gonna like have a little pause and just like focus on making music. You know, it takes a lot to really be in that zone and yeah. in that space all the time. Yeah, a pause from releasing, but it sounds like there's still gonna be a lot of work. Oh, going there'll on. be so much. <laughs> I'll be, I'm sure that I'll be doing heaps of shows, and I really love being on stage. So if you get the opportunity to come, please come and watch me. I would love to sing for you. Hell yeah! Okay. Cannot wait and uh, make sure you keep an eye on Maxine's socials for all the deets. Yay, at Max Champ. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Big love court. Thank you so much, FBI. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. FBIRadio.com. Listener.